Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, and not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion. Welcome to the BOF podcast. It's Friday, January 19th. Mathieu Blasi has been a quiet but powerful force in the fashion industry for years, having worked alongside powerhouse designers like Raph Simmons and Phoebe Philo. But in 2021, after being named creative director of Bottega Veneta, Mathieu stepped up into a leadership role on his own. Since then, he's developed a reputation for pushing creative boundaries. In fact, BOF editors named his carnivalesque autumn winter 2023 collection as our favorite show of the season. Through it all, while Mathieu recognizes the potential of technology in fashion, at Bottega Veneta, he still emphasizes on putting craftsmanship first. When you make something by hand, it will always have a little mistake, which is not a mistake, which is part of the process. So when you go to the store, you won't find twice the same product. This week on the BOF podcast, I'm pleased to share this conversation between Mathieu and our editor-at-large, Tim Blanks, from BOF Voices 2023, where Mathieu opened up about his creative processes and his work at Bottega Veneta. Here's Mathieu Blasey on the BOF podcast. 
Thank you. Thank you. Mathieu, you just told me you really like that show. Yes. Why? The idea at the beginning was uh, very strange. Um, I said to the team, instead of uh, doing three, four ideas and repeat them over the show, we're going to make a collection where almost we have 80 looks with 80 different stories. And uh, the idea was to actually not edit at all, but to add, add, add. And uh, the idea was a, a kind of a carnaval or, you know, you, something where a lot of people come from different horizons and they go in the same direction. And um, I don't know, I like that show because everything came together. It was very risky when we were doing the lineup and uh, where we are, I mean, you would have one dress that looked the opposite of the other one. There was no color card. Everything was a color card. And then there was the samba and then music of the world. and. I don't know, it felt uh, very joyful. Is it kind of counterintuitive for you to add rather than take away? Yes, I'm not very good at editing in general. I like to explore more and more and more. It's funny, when I spoke to Mr. Pino when he gave me the key of the house Bottega, I really wanted to add something, not to the fashion system, but maybe to do things in my own way. And um, it's true that you know, when you add a lot of characters, you add also layers and stories and also some emotions. You know, you, you, you can dig into uh, other um, characters. And um... I, I think it's very interesting when you look at these collections that you do at Bottega, how personal they are. Yes. It, it's, I think it's quite an intriguing challenge for a designer to make a collection for a house like Bottega, which comes with an awful lot of expectation to inject yourself into it, like, really, like details of what's in your closet from high school. Yes. And what your sister was wearing when she yes. was a little girl. Yes. How you managed to incorporate this into such a sophisticated and complex fashion offering. Yes. I went uh, home last year to my parents and then I opened um, the closet where you have all the kids wear. And then I was looking at those clothes and I thought they were very interesting because they were produced in a time where we were producing less. Somehow they were better made. But also because they were supposed to last longer, they were also full of details. The labels were very interesting, the colors, the way it was stitched. I don't know, there was something that was very interesting in the, in the making itself. And then of course those clothes, they have uh, stories uh, that was personal or to my brother or my sister. And um, it's true that at Bottega, it's not that we want to produce less. We want for the clothes to last longer. And I think it was um, interesting to combine both, which is looking at the way garments were produced back in the days, but also the idea that things can come with a story. So, you know, I hope that if someone purchases, I don't know, a shirt, a bag, whatever it is at Bottega, that there is also the idea that you can also give it to someone else and that you can create a story with that piece. About personal, it's true, the way I work with the team is quite emotional, so it's, uh, I, I challenge myself, the team also come with a lot of ideas and they challenge me, but at the end of the day, I try to also be very sincere in what we propose, and in that matter, if it doesn't touch me, I'd rather not put it in the show. I, I want to have a connection with uh, what we propose. Now, I, I feel that the stories that you're telling with Bottega Veneta, are very much the antithesis of what 
we've been hearing, what we will be hearing later on. You know, the rise of technology in fashion yes. and the importance of technology. The emphasis at Bottega is on craft yes. and is on the hand. Yes. And, you know, we this session is called, this talk is called Fashion Alchemy because it really is, I think the, the most powerful thing about fashion for me is that it is contemporary alchemy, that it takes base materials and turns it into what the alchemists, you know, the gold, the idea of gold. And it does that through craft. Mm -hmm. so, and craft has always been critical to you. I, I think yes. of the, the things you did for Maison Margiela when you worked there that was still some of the most exquisitely strange hybrid mm -hmm. clothing I have ever seen. I mean, kind of haunts me in my dreams. It, it, it looks like, yeah, <laughs> do that again. Uh, it's, we talked about Frankenstein. Yes. And uh, he is Frankenstein in fashion, in yes. a way, using craft to transform things. Sometimes it's ugly and sometimes it's gloriously beautiful. Yes. So uh, the importance of craft for you. I mean, I've always been interested in craft in general, even before I, I knew fashion exists, you know, the idea of making, uh, you know, stuff in the woods with your brother and sister, just the idea of making with your hands. When I arrived at Margiela, I took my office out of the studio and I put it inside the atelier. And it, it was nice because it was not just me thinking on my own and then give it back to the people that were making it. We were actually making together. Another thing that I like a lot at Margiela was the idea of a juxtaposition. So you have an idea, it's an idea that everyone knows, you have two ideas, you juxtapose them, you create something new. About technology, it's something that, I know, you know, I'm, I'm from the generation where we used to see everything produced by Nike and everything is glued and, you know, we have this constant obsession of like, what's new, what technology is going to bring on the table. And I got a little bit bored of this um, way of thinking. It's not because it's produced by a machine that it looks new. So at Bottega, who has a wonderful history of craft, I basically went back to the roots of um, making. When you make something by hand, it will always have a little mistake, which is not a mistake, which is part of the process. For example, there is one bag, we do it, and then another artisan do it, they will never look the same. So in 99% of the company, this would be a discarded product. At Bottega, I want to celebrate this. So when you go to the store, you won't find twice the same product. So you have the idea of a series, of course, but it's never the same. One artisan cannot finish the work of another artisan. And can the hand something handmade then represent you mentioned new and the sort of tyranny of the new, but can something handmade represent something new just because of it course. is always different? Of course. The thing of a craft, uh, it's a debate we have a lot with the team, but also with the artisans. It's a timeless technology. And I like the idea that sometimes we need to use technology to support the craft, uh, but it cannot come all from the machine, especially at Bottega Veneta. I would work for Nike, I would have a completely different approach, or maybe I, you know. Uh, but in the case of Bottega, it, it, was, um, it was important, for example, when we did the, the leather denim, it's stitched by machine, but then the, the skins are selected by hand. There was a lot of question about what kind of leather can we use to mimic denim? Is it a Napa? Is it Nubuc? We all sit at the same table. And then the printing process is a technological process. But at the end of the day, the, the, the product is um, 
still very artisanal. It's not something we can uh, mass produce at all. I have to ask you about that because it really was one of the most intriguing things I saw in fashion in the last few years that Macho did uh, an Oxford shirt and a pair of jeans and a few other items that were looked like an Oxford shirt and a pair of jeans, kind of felt like an Oxford shirt and a pair of jeans, but they were actually made from leather. And it was the most incredible trompe l'oeil thing. Yes. But at the same time, when it looked like an Oxford shirt and a pair of jeans, quite ordinary, yeah. quite banal. Very banal. Very banal. Boring. But just <laughs> the, the ordinary, <laughs> boring. Yeah. The whole idea of making them in leather with only the person wearing them. Yes. Knew they, they were made from leather. Otherwise, you look, oh, there's a person in a boring Oxford shirt and jeans. Yes. What was the impulse? What was the creative impulse behind that? I was starting at Bottega Veneta, and then I watched uh, the movie Closer. And then the last scene, you have Natalie Portman who walks in the street, and she's wearing this denim and uh, a tank top. So it's actually quite a boring outfit. But very, at the same time, it's very universal. And um, she has a confidence, and I, I thought, wow, she, she looks uh, sublime. Everyone looks at her, women included. She's strong. And then I, I was very interested by the, the, this idea of um, uh, boring clothes, clothes for every day. But, you know, every fashion company produces denim. And I, I was wondering, uh, how can we, with the craft we have at Bottega, how can we push uh, the making so it really becomes something precious, luxurious, but we don't change the look. Because obviously what I like about denim is also what it means socially in our environment. And then there was something that I, I kind of like, because obviously it looked like cotton, but when you touch it, or you're getting touched, which is quite perverse as well, mm -hmm. which is quite nice. Can I touch you? It's cotton. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, but you can touch me later. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I already have. Uh, the, the whole idea that uh, we can make something for the everyday where only the person that wear it knows that it's wearing something very, very special, not just consider the image of a product, but also the way it feels. This, I thought, was uh, interesting. Because that, that, that is actually the principle of alchemy. Yes. Is the transformation of the self. Exactly. You know, the, the alchemist, the transformation of the alchemist, that was actually what the alchemist's aim was. So that particular Oxford shirt and, and jeans look is about transformation. Yes. It's a weird kind of Frankenstein moment. Yes. Yes, it's, um, you know... And perverse. Yes, as well. But the, the, the power of fashion, I think, is that you can become whatever you want to be. For example, I used to have boots when I was a kid, and I was always turning them down, like a puss in boots, you know? The... And then suddenly, in my mind, I was really becoming this. I was transforming myself into this kind of a fictional character. If I would put a little na na na, I was becoming Tom Sawyer. And with the, the clothes we, we develop, uh, I hope that when people uh, wear a piece that they appreciate, they can somehow become another uh, person or what they want to be, like try to evolve into, into another character. Because lately, from that, from that beginning at Bottega, where you did this trompe l'oeil, which si, si. was the transformation of banality, 
there's a real extravagance now in the clothes. Yes. There's a real complexity and you're telling a global story. You'll pick like at Margiela, you used to choose from different centuries, yes. almost different, different eras, different, make these hybrid things. You're traveling the world now. It's like craft is universal. Yes. There is this uh, question of cultural appropriation, which is a very relevant question. And I think it demands an answer, you know? And um, we were talking about it with the team and I was like, how we can borrow, how we can represent something that feels universal without tapping directly into something that would be produced in, you know, with the cultural knowledge in Mexico or in, I don't know, Jakarta, enfin, places from uh, around the world. And then I thought maybe it was interesting to attack the problem differently and try to make something very that feels universal. So what we did is that we, we looked at um, several countries, several, they call it costume, I don't like the word costume, but like traditional costume or Brittany, Russia, South America, Southeast Asia. And basically what we did is that we tried to blend those information to somehow create a kind of new culture. But I still wanted to represent the idea of something that feels uh, universal, but also from other parts of the world. It's something that now we are uh, exploring and that I want to, of course, continue to exploring. Uh. You're making this under the umbrella of luxury. So is this, an, is this a way of making luxury relevant? You know, when, you, when you're quoting from so many other things, humble and quite extravagant yes is is this consciously a way to to make an idea the idea of a, of a brand like Bottega more relevant to more people I don't know I, I found Bottega relevant in any case I'm not talking about what I do there I, I I talk not even as a brand but maybe as a house the way the the product are made the culture of the company when it comes to artisan when it comes to you know, it's, it's a Bottega, so the fact that the masters, we are making a school now where the masters are also going to pass their knowledge to younger generation. You know, when I started at Bottega, I said uh, also to the team, I think maybe we can root it back in Italy first. Uh, so we did an Italian trilogy. But what's interesting about Bottega is that it's also a company that comes from Venice, which is a carrefour of influence from north to west, east to south. And then comes the global discussion. So now we are a global brand and we need to talk to the world. So our uh, customers are in Korea, they are in US, everywhere in the world. And I, I, I think there is, um, fundamentally, I, I don't want just, I want them also to find something that could look like them, where they also recognize themselves in, the, in a story that is not just um, Italian. So I, I, I think it's interesting to, to have this, you know, sometimes people will say it's too much information. I think sometimes too much is not enough. I think we, we, we have to push those limits and those boundaries. I also love the idea that working with a team so closely that you challenge them to make impossible things. Yes. And I think that's another thing I would take away from the alchemy, you as an alchemist, is you're also this master the impossible and that seems to be a very conscious thing for you yes you know it's very easy to uh, make an embroidered dress what's not easy is to integrate the technique within the material itself 
So for example, I'm not adding a paillette on a silk dress. I'm trying to have the paillette immediately already made in the fabric. And there is nothing I love more than asking something to the team and here it's not possible. If, if I hear it's not possible, then it's going to be a great adventure. And then I'm going to push more, more, more. Thank you very much, Mathieu. I can't wait to see. This is like a book. Every collection is a chapter. Yes. And you're writing a really ravishing book there. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. The BOF podcast is edited and produced by Emma Clark and Eric Bria in the BOF studio team. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. <laughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 